Hi guys, I'm Millie Fox, serial entrepreneur, energetic business coach, and lover of all things luxury. Welcome to the Millie Fox Show, a place where you'll encounter refreshing perspectives on manifestation, spirituality, and the new paradigm of feminine leadership. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, coming at you with the very last Millie Fox Show episode of 2021. What a year it's been. It's been a crazy year of polarity, of extremely different experiences, um, and a lot of growth and expansion and shedding of all sorts of different things and in different areas. I know it has been really for everyone, probably on the entire planet, because there's no way when you're faced with a situation quite like the one we've been faced with that you can't look at things differently. You know what I mean? I just want everybody to give themselves a pat on the back for making it through. Whether you feel you've done well or not, doesn't matter. But I just want you to give yourself that, you know, little acknowledgement that we all deserve. And I want to talk about what this year has been like for myself, as well as what I've learned from it. So really, as you can tell from the title of the episode, quantum leaps are overrated. <laughs> and that's what I've learned from this year. And I don't want to sound, you know, pessimistic or uh, that I'm saying that you don't want to aim for, for the stars because that's absolutely not what I teach at all. But I do want to just remove the pressure and I want to be realistic about what quantum leaps can look like and why maybe that's not actually what you desire because I've gone through some really massive changes this year and it's been wholly amazing. And at the same time, I've realized a lot of things. So this year, what has happened? Let's start back in January and I'm not going to give you this really lengthy overview of everything that's gone down in the year, but January of 2021 was when I dove full time into my coaching business. And if you guys don't really know me from prior to this year, um, I was actually running um, and founded a baby carrier business that was called Junior Foxes. And it's still around. I sold it to a wonderful woman who lives down in Jupiter, Florida, and she is carrying on the legacy of Junior Foxes Ringslings. You can find it on Instagram. It's a beautiful company. I'm very proud of it. And so I sold that and dove full time into coaching. Coaching was something I've always wanted to do. I went to school for psychology and wanted to become a life coach at the age of, I think, 22, but delayed uh, for fear that I didn't have enough life experience. So I dabbled in different iterations of coaching for over 10 years, you know, into fitness coaching and nutrition coaching, and then eventually came back around to the original desire of life coaching. So dove into that full-time in January and really just learned so much right out of the get-go. You know, I thought I would have like massive success right from the beginning because I had done so much studying and work into preparing for this for a long time. Um, and, and what I learned was it wasn't 
it wasn't just an overnight success, which was totally fine because I still have had really massive success this year. I have had several um, five-figure and multiple five-figure months. Uh, Not every single one has hit the five-figure mark, but multiple. And the last, you know, three or four bank statements have all been over five figures. So very, very proud of the first year that I have, um, that I have created this business that I've created and the souls really is, is it for me, the souls that I have been able to touch, that I've been able to affect the perspectives that I've been able to shift and the people who are, you know, just showing up and living their lives in such courageous ways. That's what it really is about for me. It's been my inspiration since I was about seven years old was to help people started when I would sit my parents down at the dinner table and try to help them work out their problems. (laughs) Been a high achiever from a very young age. So January was when I made this big shift. Uh, Like I said, I'm not going to give you this chronological sort of series of events, but looking back on that, it has been a series of trial and error. You know, I, I thought I had all the right answers right from the very beginning. And I think that when we see people who, who have massive success, we assume that they just had a smash hit right out of the get-go, right out of the gate. This is most of the time not true. You know, most of the time people coming into new things, they either have a ton of experience that is relevant that we don't realize has been relevant Or, you know, it's been one of those situations where they just were so clear on what it was they wanted to do and that clarity of who they wanted to serve and the exact message they wanted to bring to the world and exactly how they wanted to bring that message to the world was very clear to them. And for me, I had to do a little bit of you know, going with the flow to figure out exactly what that message was going to be for me and how it all came together. So the reason I'm sharing this stuff with you guys is because I want you to, as you're listening to this, realize that it's not a consolation prize when someone tells you that it's about the journey, you know, and that the the failures required and all that stuff, because really you wouldn't just be able to arrive at the end point, if you hadn't figured the things out along the way, you know, the puzzle pieces would have been shoved together rather than perfectly fitting into this beautiful picture because you needed then the picture revealed to you bit by bit. You couldn't just boom, put it all together or else it would, it would be mishmashed and it wouldn't actually feel the way you're hoping it's going to feel. So giving yourself grace is really the most important part. Giving yourself compassion is really the most important part that I want to really drive home with you because there's no use in shaming yourself for a lack of progress. There is no use in in feeling like it wasn't good enough or it didn't count unless it was massive, unless it was a quantum leap. And I've seen so many women around me have these incredible quantum leaps in the last year. And I thought to myself, well, if they can do it, I should be able to do it. Now, listen to the way I phrase that. I didn't say if they can do it, I can do it. 
if they can do it, I should be able to do it too, right? So the difference there is one is empowering, I can do it too. And one is I should be able to do it too. That's, that's the pressure. That's the, if I don't do it, there's something that's wrong with me. If I don't do it, I don't measure up, you know, and then it it puts you into the comparison game rather than allowing those people to be expanders for you, right? To, To let you know what's possible. It's like, oh, well, I'm in a race with these people or I should be as good as they are, which all of these things are just total falsehoods that we put into our own brains um, that really <laughs> that really don't help because shaming ourselves is a waste of energy. When we get into shaming, we're really just focused on resistance. We're focused on what we don't want um, and that takes the energy away from our manifestations. It takes our energy away from focusing on what we do want. And the expression is what we focus on expands, you know? So we want to be focusing on what we can do and what we're excited about doing and what the next best step for us is and doing the best we can in each moment and not constantly feeling like we can't measure up. Okay. I know that little bit of doubt creeps in sometimes. I know it, I know it, I know it. And all you have to do is, oh, look, you know, I recognize that I'm having these doubtful thoughts. I acknowledge them. I can investigate what the story is that I'm telling myself about the said situation. And then I need to nurture myself. And the the nurturing, most nurturing question, the most compassionate question you can ask yourself is what do I need, Right. And you can also express gratitude towards yourself, gratitude for having the level of awareness to have recognized that you are doing the doubting thing. Um, And then forgiveness towards yourself is so healing, so powerful, forgiving the part of you that was trying to hold you back, forgiving the part of you who thought it was keeping you safe, you know, and even expressing gratitude towards that part of you that is doing, you know, said perceived sabotaging behaviors because really truly I've come to believe there isn't any true self-sabotage because when we think about those parts of us that are doing the things the you know the ego parts of the small parts of us that are doing the things that don't actually serve our highest good they are still trying to protect us they're still trying to keep us safe which in you know the big picture of things that is a good intention, right? It's it's the best of intentions. And we all know about like the parent who tries to keep the kids safe by trying to keep them sheltered and telling them not to go after their dreams because, you know, it's risky and blah, blah, blah. So we have to be grateful to those parts of ourselves. And we also have to forgive those parts of ourselves. And that is extremely compassionate and recognize also at the same time that what we focus on expands. So we need to just do the shift where we acknowledge, we give gratitude, we give forgiveness, and then we choose again. And we ask, what would I really truly love? What do I really want my life to look like? And what I do in these situations, I ask myself, what do I really want my life to look like? And then I set priorities. Um, I ask myself, what are my top three priorities in making this a reality, right? So I will 
It's kind of like goals, you know, I want to accomplish A, B, and C. So for me this year, it was, I want to launch a podcast. That is a priority of mine. And then underneath that priority, I will ask myself, what are the top two, maximum three action steps that will give me the highest amount of impact towards you know, making that priority happen or, you know, advancing towards that priority becoming a reality. I do this because I don't want to overwhelm myself. I don't want to look at this big picture of all these crazy amount of steps that I have to accomplish in order to, you know, get to the quote unquote finish line. So I'll have two or three priorities and I'll have two or three maximum tasks that are high impact tasks. And I trust that all the rest of the details will fall into place. Now, I want to go back to this idea of quantum leaping because a quantum leap is like this massive, huge, um, unexplainable leap in progress that can only be explained by basically like manifestation and bring calling things in from the realm of infinite possibility. And I do believe that I have accessed that, you know, in this year I've had, you know, some pretty massive months in terms of revenue. And also we manifested a move to Miami. We didn't even know if we would ever move to Miami, but for years, my husband was saying like, you know, we should move to Miami. It would be so awesome to move to Miami. And I was always kind of like, yeah, yeah, we probably won't, but maybe we'll get a vacation place there one day, but yeah, wouldn't that be fun? And then we just started talking about it more and more. Um, And for those of you who have been following me, you will know that I was in Miami. We were in Miami for the last almost four months, and we have recently returned back to Canada. This was a quantum leap for us because it was something that we did not think we were prepared for. We didn't even know we were doing it, to be honest. We left thinking that we were going to go for like maybe two months, ended up staying for four and started the whole visa process and everything to just pack up and move there permanently. And we very quickly, um, very recently, spontaneously decided to put the brakes on this plan to bring this plan to a halt. We decided to come home for Christmas and stay home. And there were a lot of thoughts going through my head as I was processing this change of plans. And it was really in large part initiated by myself. And I was loving Miami. I think it's an absolutely wonderful place and it suits us very, very well. But I was listening to my heart. I was listening to how I felt energetically. And I had conversations with my husband about it, how, yeah, it was the dream, you know, it's the dream. And also I was listening to a masterclass um, maybe a few weeks ago or a month ago. And in the masterclass, what was said about quantum leaps really reframed things for me that when you make a quantum leap, there are steps that you don't go through. You don't go along the the path, the predictable path, or even the unpredictable path to from, from A to B, you know? So there's steps that get missed and there's tools and learnings that get missed along the way when you quantum leap. So you get to this destination, you get to this, 
next level, um, your quantum next level, and you realize, whoa, there's some stuff I could have used. There's some things I wish I would have known, you know, and either you just continue to go forward, you push forward, maybe it Maybe it's all good and it works for you. Or maybe it causes you to crash and burn because you just are hanging on to this outcome with such intensity that you lose focus of what's actually really important. And I'm not saying that's what happened to us. I'm just saying that I started to notice that if we were to stay, that it could feel that way that it could feel like we were gripping to an idea that was actually um, feeling like pretty challenging. We went through a lot of stuff in Miami, um, including several illnesses, kids were getting sick constantly, no family, you know, couldn't find the right place to live. It just was feeling like a struggle, right? What you resist persists and nothing you want really is upstream, which is like, expressions I constantly go through my head, you know, nothing I want is upstream. And it felt like it was an upstream battle to stay in Miami. And I know sometimes, you know, a little bit of struggle is not a bad thing. And sometimes we have to really work for what we desire. But another thing in in the manifestation world is if it feels like relief, you're moving in the right direction. So when I proposed coming home and not coming back for, you know, the foreseeable time that felt like relief. It felt like relief to my husband. It felt like relief to me. And there was a part of me that was like, oh, well, are people going to think that we gave up on the dream? But the truth is we have not given up on the dream. We've just decided to follow our hearts. We've decided to listen to what feels right in our energy. And right now that energy says, come home and be home for a period of time so that you can go through the motions of what you know needs to actually be done before you can take that plunge. This is a tricky conversation, really, when you think about it, because oftentimes we will trip ourselves up. We will hold ourselves back um, with all these excuses as to why you're not ready yet. You know what I mean? And that can be out of fear. And that can be out of a place of scarcity. The way to distinguish whether it's out of a place of scarcity or a place of being true to yourself and listening to your heart is only going to be found within you. You can only answer that question for yourself. You have to develop a very honest relationship with yourself. You have to be able to have those conversations and get in touch with your intuition. And sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes we don't have certainty. You know, is it right? Is it wrong? Am I doing this out of fear? Am I not? But in this particular situation, my husband and I do not feel like coming home for a period of time was out of fear at all. It felt very right. It felt very abundant to come home and be around family and be in Ontario. And it wasn't set, nothing is set in stone for us. So we didn't say, oh, we're throwing our hands up. No, we're going home. We're not doing this. Miami's off, canceled, forget about it. We just said, we're coming home to figure things out. It feels better for us to be home now. So we are going to go home and we are going to navigate from there. 
We are going to do the things that we need to do, figure out what we want to do with our house, figure out if we want to make the move full time or if we actually do just desire a vacation property um, or what. And pause, time to acknowledge the privilege going on right here. We have a variety of different levels of privilege, even to be having these thoughts, to be having these conversations, to be able to have the location freedom, the time freedom, all of the above, recognizing the huge privilege here, the huge privilege and also the choices we've made in the previous 10 to 15 years that have led up to this moment. So it's not just, you know, spur of the moment, throw caution to the wind and, you know, risk everything, put yourself into a fight or flight state, you know, traumatize yourself, get yourself into a really feeling of, of unsafety in your body to like make this massive quantum leap. I don't want to encourage that either. Everybody has a different safety line. Everybody has a different level of tolerance for risk. So really, ultimately, this just comes back down to cultivating a relationship with yourself of trust, cultivating um, an honest relationship with yourself where you can have these conversations and maybe open up your journal and get really honest with yourself about your motivation and your intention as to why you want something or why you're deciding to give up on something or not pursue something anymore or change directions. Um, I've changed directions in my career several times already. There has been this lingering question, am I doing it because I, I didn't see success quickly enough? Is it because it, I, I didn't feel like I did that thing perfectly enough? And so I did, decided that I needed to change courses and switch courses and come at it from a, an entirely new angle and throw out everything that I'd done previously. And that was a, an honest conversation I really needed to have. And there was an element of that within each iteration of what I'd done previously. Honestly, no. Each step that I've taken felt very sort of logical to me in the moment, apart from launching a baby carrier business that kind of came out of left field, but it made sense for me at the time because I wanted to stay at home with Rosen when he was a baby and I didn't want to have to take client appointments or anything like that. And I learned a hell of a lot from that experience. So it does, it did fit into the bigger picture in a different way. Honestly, if I can tell you anything that I've learned in the past, however many years, and especially this year is that number one, compassion is your most valuable tool to lean back on because shame, the opposite of compassion, I believe is shame. The opposite of compassion is not going to help you manifest anything. It is a waste of your time. So the more you can lean into compassion, the quicker you're going to move through whatever it is you're trying to move through and the faster you'll be able to manifest. Number two, trust. Cultivating trust within yourself cultivating trust and honesty, trust and honesty, they go hand in hand, right? Being able to be really honest with yourself and to ask yourself and to go seven layers deep around your motivations, your desires, your, your decisions, all of that jazz. And then number three, I didn't even know I was doing like bullet points here, but here I am <laughs> just going with the flow. Number three lesson that I've learned from 2021 and beyond 
is that it's okay to be where you're at. You know, it's really, it's okay to be where you're at. Quantum leap doesn't have to be the standard for success. You might not even actually want the quantum leap that you feel like you want because we just see what other people are doing and we're like, oh, well, if they can do it or look at that, that looks so glamorous. But the question has to be, what do I really want? What are my values? That's another thing that I've do- I've dove into pretty deeply in 2021 is what are my values? My values are family, first and foremost, and freedom. So time freedom, location freedom, freedom to be myself and luxury. You guys know I'm in for luxury and that's not just about luxury things. It's about luxury living, about abundance. Abundance and luxury to me are pretty much one in the same. Abundant living, which means pleasure, which means presence, enjoying the moment, joy. All of those things are rolled into luxury for me as well as, you know, courage and authenticity. So this is what I've been striving for. And what I'm carrying into 2022 are my values. I'm not making a resolution for 2022. I'm focusing on how can I live in more alignment with my values? What are the principles that I operate off of really getting clear on those things and and basically having like a mission statement based around my own true personal values. So getting clear on what your values are is another super helpful tool for going into the new year um, and getting really clear on if your desires are in alignment with your values, because that is the only true way to know that our desires are based out of our truth and not out of a should or out of comparison or out of some kind of like, I got to prove it energy. So that's it, guys. That is my full wrap-up year in review. Quantum leaps are overrated. They're still great. You know, I'm very grateful for the quantum leaps that I have gone through this year, but just a cautionary sort of word for you. And also, if you have not yet, I have an incredible new five-minute manifestation method for moms because you know that none of us have any freaking time. I know I don't have 20 minutes a day to go sit and visualize like so many of the you know old white guy <laughs> manifestation teachers will tell you to do or even up to an hour. I'm like, yeah, LOL, um, not going to happen. So this five-minute manifestation method is literally, as it sounds, it's a five-minute recording for you along with a workbook with two-minute journal prompts. So this is getting down and dirty. It's distilling manifestation into Um, what really matters and how to use manifestation more as an operating system than something on your to-do list. And that's the way I teach manifestation because I'm a mom of two under five and I get it. I know that we cannot have all these lengthy routines and rituals and we can't be expected to aspire to this, these unrealistic standards of women who don't have children teaching manifestation or these, like I said, old white guys, or even women that do have children, but just really enjoy the hustle. Because for me, that's not me. I don't want to be working, you know, five plus days a week. I really just desire to have that time freedom. Freedom is the value. Family is the value. That's the vibe. That's where it's at. So you can find the link to it in the show notes, of course. And it's also at the link in my bio all the time on Instagram. 
come say hi to me on Instagram. If you love this episode, take a screenshot right now, tag me, share it to the socials. I truly appreciate that. And I know that you're going to hear it more than once, but give me a little rate in review as a little end of year present. I would be super duper lit up and happy because that's what helps the podcast reach more people is when there's more ratings and more reviews. So go ahead and do that right now for me. I thank you so, so much. And I hope you have an absolutely fabulous New Year's. Bye guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Millie Fox show. If you resonated with something in the episode, take a screenshot right now and share it to social. You can tag me at Millie Fox so I can reshare it. And while you're there, come give me a follow and say, Hey, if you're really vibing, I would love for you to subscribe, rate and review to help the show reach more listeners. And if you want to go one step farther with me, you can hop over to the link in my bio on Instagram to see how you can work with me. Thanks again. Love you guys.